I think when an idea is publicized and gets more powerful. It's totally different. It's awesome. It's unique and inspiring, and it brings out your feelings. Yeah, that's just my take on it. Hello, my name is Vanessa. Thank you very much for tuning in to the very first Richmond Art Gallery Youth Podcast. Our current exhibition is featuring Brenda Joy Lem. It is an installation of silkscreen prints, sound, and video called Homage to the Heart at the Richmond Art Gallery from April 15th to June 12th, 2011. You can also find us online at richmondartgallery.org. But what is an homage to the heart? What is the homage to anyone's heart? Here are Shermeen, Christina, Jimmy, and Crystal with their thoughts. I think that this work, it belongs in a collection of memoirs, more than just an art gallery, even though it looks pretty beautiful, but it, it has the um, incorporation of um, pictures and, and words and quotes, and it, it, they really go back to so many years ago. So I think that it, it's a great way for us to read and understand it. Overall, I think it, they weren't just artwork. It was more of like a mix of color, vintage photographs, and simple words, but they were filled with pain. And especially through the background, the simple color, you can actually feel it. And it just allows you to imagine and go through your own past and think like, oh, so this is actually how it feels. I think this whole collection as it's put together has a big impact on me in both in a cultural sense. So it brings back many memories of my past that because it has many photographs and um, even words post on it. And also the overall color, how it's more of a dimmed vintage gray tone. Um, it's such a deviation from the standard bright red and bright yellow and it's just a different interpretation. It's the artist's um, view on the world of Canadians and Chinese on Canadian ground. Yeah. Well, um, Brenda, in her work, she uses I a lot as to maybe to bring the viewer or the reader into their own perspective. So the stuff is actually happening to the reader. I think this is better because this way you can actually feel the pain that the stories are presenting. Using I, it's really good to like reflect upon yourself and sort of um, make, make these stories kind of your own and use your own experiences to um, kind of put, together. piece them together. Thank you. <laughs> together, yeah. It's great. One piece that stood out for me was the happy, A Happy Day, it's titled. It's the one with the the aunt on an old vintage car, and it's got her being proposed to by somebody, but she threw the ring away because she had a boyfriend. And uh, I think the boyfriend is Caucasian because in the story, he runs over the other dude's car, um, which is a really radical and not very Chinese you know, keep it down low type thing to do. Yeah. The father didn't want her to marry the Caucasian because he was Caucasian. It's like this sort of conservative attitude that we have 
towards marriage. It's yeah. It's like very traditional. I think it stood out because um, of the parents arranging the marriage for the kid. The parents wanted good business relationships with the other laundromat, so they put the two kids together. But they didn't care if their kids were miserable. They were just products. It was like their kids were products, and they were using them to get more money, more business, and stuff like that. This sort of goes back to the point that we said. The whole show is sort of about the about your own homage to the heart. Yeah, exactly. How you connect exactly. to the artwork. Yeah, yeah. just artists about your own feelings and experiences. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's cool. The piece that really stood out to me was um, oh the one called、um, "How Can You Let These Chinese Boys Be Smarter Than You." It stood out to me because it it's about the the piece is about the father in the, in the school, but it's never really stated that it is. Like、um, I remember, I had to ask her if it was her story, and because the piece was referred to as he. Um, and it was also referred to as boys, so I'm like, ah,、oh, that's confusing. <laughs> so、um, I had to ask her, and she said it's about her dad or her her uncles and things like that. So I, you know, you can really see that sort of racism at school, even at schools. I mean, the teachers were just openly being racist like that, and they didn't really care that much. And it stands out to me because、um, I am at school already. I'm at high school, and. And we thankfully are so saturated with culture, and I really love that because、um, I'm an、uh, I, I was an immigrant myself, so that that's just really interesting how you can contrast those two times. That's what really stood out to me the most. It shows how far we've come. Exactly,、uh, it's, it's not that long ago, right? Two generations back, and look at we now. Well, I cannot say that. Racism is not here exactly, anymore, but it's always, it's always less noticeable. At least people have more respect for the other races. I particularly like the one on the right, just as you enter the gallery.、Um, it's it's less deep. <laughs> it pictures、um, a lady on a floating mat, and then it's has it has two dimensions to it. And there's Definitely, the lady in the foreground and in the background is another image of people on the beach, and then it、um, she created this submerged feeling, and I just think the tone is really great, and it feels so out of place because it's cut out and just pasted on, but it's what stood out to me. You, you know, I actually really like that piece too because、um, it has no words. I mean, the the moment you step into the gallery, it's just like. You get this feeling of relaxation because she's just lying there and she's、yeah. like having like she's so relaxed that it's like she's saying welcome. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like welcome, you can totally just chill here. To <laughs> yeah. The piece that stood out to me was the, the throwing rocks. It's called where、um, these teenage boys in the neighborhood would always throw rocks at the laundry store of、uh, owned by Brenda's family. And one day,、uh, an uncle was outraged, so he just threw the rock back. Unfortunately, it killed a boy. So this really, really stood out to me because you can see that cultures they counter each other, but sometimes they don't blend, especially back then. And you see that、uh, 
tragedies like this happen and it just frightens me because when I was a little kid I just used to hang out with my neighbors and they were a different culture and you see such a contrast and you just see the words they're just so painful even though it's a story even though it may not be true but it's still quite scary especially when the story ended with no one asked about the boy. So it's kind of sad because he got killed and nobody remembers him. Yeah, and it's also that whole thing where he, somebody tries to offend you and when you try to stand up for yourself, sometimes it doesn't actually work when you use that same force. It's like a metaphor. It's exactly, yeah, like a metaphor, like fighting fire with fire. So one of the people got killed. That's not cool, right? And um, that's the really tragic but interesting part that we we only remember the bad details or the climax of each quote, which is pretty interesting. The work seems vague in general. Yeah, that you can substitute yourself into one of the characters. Well, yeah, and take their point of view, interpret yourself. It's not only a homage yeah. to Brenda's heart. It's it's to you. the heart, the yeah. human heart. The stories, yeah. yeah. That's why some of these pieces, well, all these, most of these pieces are so confusing because you never know who's talking. And you always think, like, whenever you hear I, you think, oh, okay, it's the author. But yeah. really, <laughs> when you're, when the author is a female and she's being referred to as a boy, it's kind of confusing. So, um, it, it never gives the name of the speaker, which is, which, in fact, I, I totally love. All these all these um, quotes, they're like little voices trying to be heard of all the past. You know, like the past sort of whispers it with pictures. But usually we don't have pictures, so that's great how we would have like little little voices coming out of uh, of the of the frame almost like yelling and well trying to get your get you to look at them which is very very interesting and, and that's how they convey the story for so, yeah. sure the pieces they show a lot of different points of views like as you go along you tend to see more and more tragic things but at the same time there are they're eye-opening i mean you you go through them and you think, how could this happen? How could this happen to little kids? And is this real? And it, it really totally just kind of washes away this whole thing. We always leave these kinds of parts out of all our stories. Like, we want other people to know, oh, everything is fine. Like, our lives are fine. Like, you ask people, like, oh, how are you? I'm fine. But really, these Doing kinds good. of things happen. One of the biggest lies. One of the biggest lies. Oh, how are you? I'm fine, thank you. I'm, <laughs> I'm doing really good. good. Yeah, it's yeah. all good. This totally clouds the whole perspective of a childhood or of a happy family. Like, these people were just families. Like, what was this? There was this one piece about the dad going and seeing prostitutes and things. And I mean, you would never really talk about that. I mean, it was such a such a happy family. Yeah. Um, like, there is one called My Father, and it was the one with the dad's head. And you look <laughs> at the dad, and you're like, well, okay, he's a normal, normal-looking dad. But then you read the bottom caption, and it says, My father flirted with other ladies <laughs> yeah. or something. Yes. Um. And, well, it's true. Well, I think it's really brave on the artist's part as well that she's willing to reveal so much of her family to all of us. What happens in the past is 
the past, right? But you've got to face it sometime. You can't just forget it and move on. You have to look back and find out those stories. Yeah, and it really incorporates the whole fact that each moment is beautiful in life. Yeah, I like that. That's why it kind of warms the heart. <laughs> it's a great way for people to get closure if they go to this gallery. I mean, that's why I was even even saying like this should be a whole book of memoirs so that anybody who's feeling this way can always look and say that they're not alone. This has happened in history and this has happened to so many people. It's happened to me even. Like but on a much different scale. Racism and all that, I've been through it too. Yeah. And let's see. It reminds us that almost everyone goes through these things. We are not alone. And kind of soothes us in a way. I mean, I I think that's what art should do too. Yeah. It gives us strength to know that it's okay. They they got through this and you will get through it too somehow. Thanks to Shermeen, Christina, Jimmy, and Crystal for sharing their thoughts with us today. And thank you for listening. This episode featuring Brenda Joy Lam was brought to you by the Richmond Art Gallery Association, City of Richmond Public Art Program, and Lauren at the Richmond Media Lab. Stay tuned for upcoming episodes. And find out more about the Richmond Art Gallery online at richmondartgallery.org.